All right, boom, we are live. Another episode of Brownwater Banter. I am Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. That's right, and we got a great show for you lined up tonight, man. This is uh, an episode we've been working on for a little while here. We've got Clyde from uh, from the Louisiana Cajun Navy. I got a good feeling that a, that a few of y'all have heard about that before. Um, man, the Cajun Navy, they, they made national news. They've been doing some great stuff with uh, all volunteer force of guys bringing out their own boats and taking charge of the situation uh, during disasters like hurricanes and uh, any, any type of natural disaster, I believe, right? But specifically hurricanes yeah. um, in a way that I think only Louisiana people can do, man. Uh, I got a special place in my heart for, uh, for that state. Uh, but before we get the show started off, we're going to uh, let you know about our sponsor. We mention him each time, man. Helps us keep the show going. Dr. Robbie Williams at Southern Magnolia Smiles. If you're local to the Gulf Coast area, you're looking for a great dentist, um, easy going guy, man. They've been doing all the safety precautions since COVID started. He's got a great friendly staff right over here on Washington Avenue. Uh, Dr. Robbie Williams at Southern Magnolia Smiles. Hit him up. They're on the interwebs here, Facebook, Instagram, the whole nine, at Southern Magnolia Smiles, or jump on their website, southernmagnoliasmiles.com, or just give them a call, 228-215-1202, and they will take care of you. Joey, tell them about the special that Dr. Bob's been running. I just went. I just went last week, got in and out in about 30 minutes, got my teeth clean. Dr. Robbie came in and saw me, left with a free toothbrush, Free toothpaste and some floss. That's right. And all you got to do is let him know you heard about him on the Brownwater Banter podcast and uh, you'll That's get right. the same kind of treatment. So uh, let's get the show rolling, man. Like I said, it's going to be a good one tonight. Uh, if you're in the comment section, man, start lighting it up. Let us know your questions. If you got any, uh, we'd love to hear from you. So let's bring uh, Claude in here. Claude, what's up, man? How are you doing tonight? Oh, man. Like I said, just uh, COVID chilling. Just uh... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the new term for 2020, right? Yeah, just COVID chilling. It's it, it is actually uh, cold outside, very cold. Um, I it is thirty. So, uh, that that totally true statement. But uh, yeah, just uh, relaxing, man. Trying to regroup, uh, reprocess uh, twenty twenty, and get ready for twenty one. God, let's all hope and pray that it's better than twenty twenty, right? Ooh, I hope so, man. <laughs> we got some we got some <laughs> waylays between the storms and the uh, and COVID. It's uh, it's been one heck of a year. Yeah, yeah, man. I did I did a little brief intro on you for people that's tuning in. Um Louisiana Cajun Navy. I got a I got a sneaking suspicion that a lot of our listeners, a lot of our viewers have uh, have at least heard about you, right? So uh am I describing it right to say that y'all are an all voluntary force uh that is disaster relief, right? Specifically or the majority of hurricanes, but y'all probably do more than that, am I right? Well, we do as a group Louisiana Cajun Navy. Um you know, there's different there's different groups now that have grown and they're, uh, they do different, you know, different types of, uh, relief. Uh, most of us all, we all do the quick emergency response relief, uh, after a storm. Um, uh, we all also the bigger groups, we all also have search and rescue equipment to go out and help, you know, before a storm, uh, recovering animals, getting them out of an area that might flood, uh, moving shelters, doing that type of stuff right down to, this year I cleared I-10 East and didn't even know it uh, right after Sally. So, um, you know, we go there and we go and we're on standby to back up the um, EOCs, the emergency uh, operations and uh, all the uh, first responders. And uh, like you said, it's, 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 it could be anything from a tornado aftermath or pre-storm stuff. This year it was a lot of pre-storm and storms, hurricanes. Now, y'all are strictly volunteers, right? This is all... Well, we start... It started off small like that. Uh, we are... I mean, we do have a core group. I do run it. My uh, Louisiana Cajun Navy is an LLC, and we okay. have our nonprofit is is Louisiana Storm Patrol, which we are able to do extended relief through that. Um, but you know, it takes it takes money to put in the gas tanks. Uh, Absolutely, I, I've gone through three trucks, three new trucks <laughs> in five years, and uh, so it uh, it takes you know it takes money to operate. But uh, as far as uh, um, profit, anybody profiting from it, everybody, all the people that come in during the storms, like in Lake Charles that help, everybody strictly volunteer that come in, uh, they give their time, they bring donations and, uh, and they bring their, their talents, whether it be management or whatever, and help, you know, make it, make it uh, all happen. That's awesome, man. And I've, I've seen some other, there's like a, a United Cajun Navy and a Mississippi yeah, Cajun Navy. Line. Is that all the same 
thing. That's, yeah, no, we're not. See, a lot of people will just say, say the Cajun Navy, and the Cajun Navy is uh, basically it's a movement. It's it's a you know grassroots uh, movement that happened. It just happened in uh, Katrina <clears throat> when there was a call out for. Uh, I want to think of the state senator. Somebody called out for boats and people. Now those people were dubbed the Cajun Navy, but they don't know each other. It was just that was you know that was an event that happened. Then after that, you know. People started grasping hold of this could be something. And then by 2016, I started my group. We have 311,000 followers we've grown up to. Um, you know, the other groups that uh, they're, you know, United Cajun Navy, good friend of mine, uh, um, Todd Terrell. We work alongside each other and we really all try to coordinate together. I mean, because that's what we're all about, right? Everybody working together. Um, there has been some division out there and over the years, you know, with, you know, that happens testosterone guys or, you know, we're the original, we're the ones, we're the number one, we're the original, uh, original official. And it's like, come on, guys, this isn't about that. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, on the surface, everyone ha does have a conception that we all know each other. And I happen to know a lot of the leaders, but we don't we don't all work together. Um, it's just like I said, it's a movement. It's an idea that works. And uh, and rightfully, it should. It's I mean, if you've got the assets and someone else has a need, you put it to, you know, it's it's simple. Uh, you just got to have the passion and want to go do it and, and know it needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. We got some comments rolling in, man. Uh, I don't know if y'all can see more. Jared's internet tends to do this time. When you're time. in, but uh, Josh Harmon said, am I back? Am I out? No, you're, yep. yeah, you're no, still, you got the dollar. Right? I don't know, man. Tell Jaden to get off the uh, – his son's sitting there probably playing uh, PlayStation the entire time while he's sitting there doing that. Yeah, somebody's eating up the weight uh, – the the, the bandwidth. Any better? Yeah, you're good now. All right, yeah. So uh, Anthony said, we see you all on your endeavors, and God bless. So so definitely, like I suspected, you know, the, the people that are, our audience have heard of you all, man. Um, but but that's killer. So so it's, it's a grassroots kind of thing, right? I mean, there was – you, did you say that someone reached out for help for individual help, one of the governors or something at that time, or state representatives? I kind of caught some of that, man. You're you're skipping, really, kind of cutting in and out on your on your vocal. On uh, Joey, take he over. Saying, yeah, he was saying after Katrina, one of your uh, the governor of Louisiana, they asked for help in the boats after Katrina. Is what you were saying? Um, after Katrina, actually, you know, we met we met some more resistance. Uh, I mean, Katrina. Uh, they met some resistance, but it was just, you know, just run over, let's go. Um, and then the last, uh, when we had 2016, we had a few issues, but after that, you know, it was just um, Harvey. I mean, they, we, we literally were rescuing the, the, the uh, first responders. We were getting them out so that they could get out and, and rescue. So, you know, it's every event is different, but we, we're ready to play all the roles when it comes to the rescuing part. Myself, I think I just did my last year after the, uh, a few things I've gone through, five storms. I was caught in the eyewall of two of them. I got caught right on the beat down there in, uh, in Biloxi for uh, Zeta. Yeah. I, I took a left turn. I was live, and I was like, you know, now everybody's like, where are you going, Clyde? No, turn around. I'm like, and suddenly I was inside of a water spout. And uh, I actually, honestly, with you, I was just telling someone the other day, I thought I didn't, I didn't know I was in one until after, it, it, you know, I processed it. I actually thought that I'd caught the surge. The first wave had come over my suburban, and uh, for the first time in my life, I was—I'm—I'm I'm sure I turned white. The my rider was looking at me, going, "You okay?" And I'm like, "Why? Why? Why? Why?" And uh, so it—it it, my timing was wrong, you know. And by the time I got there, but yeah, I think I just did that. That was my last uh, inside of the hurricane deal. I'll be on the outside navigating from now on. I don't blame you, man. If you watch any of our shows, which I don't know if you will, I am definitely, definitely afraid of hurricanes and storms and everything like that. So if I'd have been with you, I'd have been jumping out of that truck for sure. Yeah. And then the second part, like going back to the waves were lapping over the hood. And like I said, I just bought that truck five days prior to that. And I went in there to get a, a buddy out of there. And, and uh, I'm like, man, it's just a little bit. I'm trying to convince myself. And the further I look down 90 West, it was just, you know, the surge. And I was lucky to get right there and get out. That's crazy, man. But tell us, tell us how that's tell us how this started. Like, how did y'all form, and and, and how and the history of your part in the Cajun Navy? 
I was sitting in this exact room here in uh, 2016. Um, I have uh, my daughter. She lives with her mom. She's uh, at the time she was probably 11. And uh, my mom usually will come uh, running when I'm in town, when I'm not doing, you know, some project or something. I'm usually gone. Uh, and she'll tell me, you know, what's happening with the news. And, and normally it's somewhere else and it doesn't really matter, you know, because I've learned that right. through storm people, have, you know, a hurricane happened next door and we don't know. She came and told me there was a, uh, it was flooding. So I went outside and I didn't see any flooding. I came back in and I got a call from my daughter and she asked me to come rescue her, which she was one, she's one, one city over, one parish over. And uh, so from, from being flooding. So that was when the reality set in and uh, I went over there buddy of mine he passed away this year he helped me start it uh cory labot we both got over there and we started uh you know getting boats together and and going in and rescuing and i've heard about you know the cajun navy before didn't want anything to really do with anything like that but uh came back and i was just sitting here man i was just wrestling with god about it you know i knew it i knew i could organize something and do something with it needed to be and uh so i i put I did the Facebook page and uh, then I wrestled with God probably about another two hours for about putting my phone number on there because the whole world has my number now. Yeah. And, uh, so I did that first call was the National Guard giving me coordinates about a dog on top of a roof. And I'm like, is this how it's going to be? Are you serious? So but I got up there and I met I met John Snyder, Bo Duke, uh, got, you know, got in the area locally. We started I delivered 11,000 meals in 11 days, you know, and then once, you know, I just momentum built and uh, it started to grow. and I was kind of stuck in it, you know, I was like, I've been telling people, man, God wants you to get out the boat. He stuck me in a boat. And, uh, and the, I've, I've, you know, they call me the Admiral. I don't know everybody. Like I said, I don't know all, half those guys, they speak a, a, a coon ass language. I don't know. I don't understand. You go over there down there in the boat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I, 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 I've learned it, but, uh, I, half those guys wouldn't listen to me if we all were one big Cajun Navy, but, uh, there's a lot of groups out there. Um, and like I said, I, we just happen to have the biggest one. I haven't been on live for about probably, I think it's, you've watched, it's been a while uh, since the accident. I just have, a lot of people haven't known about the accident. It's been kind of hush, hush. Um, but, you know, preparing for this year was, there was, there was really no way to, I mean, we, you know, we got five storms, the worst being Laura and, and it's still, I mean, it's, it, they haven't even touched the surface. I mean, just getting some electricity on is, it was, was miracles, much less what what's being done down there and debris wise it just looks like spaghetti line toothpicks and leveled it's just it's tough we stayed there three weeks and, and served three thousand people a day and we've ramped up we've been able to ramp up to that now but that's dude we have three hundred eleven thousand people platform to reach out to and we've done it so we know how to just bring people together and i just put my management skills and my uh entrepreneur skills and everything in there and, and just organize it and we run it just like i mean literally like a, a jazz fest for three weeks you know and just feed everybody uh get them their supplies and get them on out there and that's about what we we you know are capable of doing as with a team before we burn everybody out that's awesome man and we appreciate it yeah i mean we're we're in the same boat as y'all you know what i'm saying we anywhere on the gulf coast you're hurricane prone it's almost like a like a militia when it comes to town when the government can't get to you and there's no other no other I mean, you got elderly, you got sick, they can't get out. I mean, y'all are pretty much the last leg of defense, right? Yeah, there's people out there, you know, diabetics. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 man. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, like in Lake Charles, I mean, the first thing we did as soon as the hurricane was over, we assessed it was it was bad. So we yeah. knew there wasn't going to be a bunch of boat rescues. We parked boats and we went into the field and went in just scouting because it's not enough. There's no way. Uh, the fire department, police department, everybody all put together can go and, and, and do welfare checks everywhere, everywhere the people that didn't evacuate. And, you know, we found people, I mean, one guy, he almost died, right? Uh, you know, there was another food, you know, I mean, that's where he'd, he'd gotten to, uh, two days after into it. Uh, there's just, you know, you got to go out there into the, the places where most people won't go to for, for fear of whatever. Um, you know, those people are people too. And a lot of times the people that get left behind are the ones that are the middle, middle class, low income, week to week, uh, areas. And they, they just get left up, you know, left out. So we go actually go scout those areas, scout those, um, talk to those fire departments and actually supply the fire department to feed that area. Uh, just 
we just try to keep it simple. You know, if we can, if I can bring 240 meals right here to these guys, and they feed the army while they watch over us, and that makes, you know, as long as it's one, two, three for me, it, it works. So, um, this year, Laura, like I said, Laura is way worse than Katrina. I mean, it's, they got those people there that are not being, it's not being showcased enough. No one knows. Everyone thinks, you know, it's 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 over with. It's done. But there's people like even right now that are suffering and may die because of the lack of uh, supplies or, um, you know, medication and stuff because of COVID, you know, being able to be able to see by anybody. Yeah, we, we got a buddy who's been on the show, uh, JJ, and uh, he works uh, in Texas. And he says Lake Charles is still just leveled to the ground. I mean, it's just a oh, yeah. disaster area still to this day. Yeah, and it, and it hasn't gotten any funding. Of course, it happened in Louisiana, man. We know, I know, you know, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars that came in because I'm, I'm involved all the way up to the FEMA level. I, I was, back in 2005, I, I fought FEMA for the trail to give up on them, um, but they got to be pushed. And they, they, they they don't show up now. <laughs> I'm just going to say it the way it is. They, uh, yeah, I didn't see FEMA in 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 Lake Charles, I was there, buddy. I was there a hot minute for you know for uh, for five weeks, five weeks straight driving the streets and everything else. Did not see him, and you know for a disaster relief organization that's supposed to. I mean, that's the first thing is be boots on the ground and show up. Um, you know they they don't, and then uh, Red Cross comes with their stuff, and it's just it's still the same poor pitiful system that has been since two thousand five. I, I don't. The only change I see is for the for the worse, and that's why right. we have risen up, and that's why groups like us are are excelling. It's because it's not because we're great or anything. It's just that you know we're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they're allowing us to do it. I mean, they're gonna. It's you know that's it, not costing them a dime for us to go out and do what we do. And uh, you know, if anybody's out there doing it for the glory, man, there's no glory in watching people come through your line all day starving. You know that uh, that don't have any hope or any 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 you know plan in sight of what they're going to do because you know they just weren't prepared for this yeah Clyde when I when I hear you say that y'all like two couple things I want to say like for at first I kind of thought of y'all more as like search and rescue immediately after the storm I don't think I realized that y'all kind of embed in that place for a for a while and help the the local population uh after the storm so that that's new information for me and that's great we keep the um, attention on it. You know, I mean, if, if I've got this platform, it's not for me to just show everybody how lucky Clyde he's here. You know, I keep the media attention. And with that many viewers and share, people sharing, then, you know, people, what do they look at these days anyway? They have their, they don't watch their TV as much as they watch their, their iPhones or their, you know, their Galaxy 8 or whatever. Everything's watched right there. So you've got them, you've got a captive audience. So we crowdsource and crowdfund that audience. And, uh, and and work through that and uh and just you know all the things that are available through those i mean the tools we have uh we have zello which we can talk to anybody anywhere um when you download that app keeps us all in, in you know you can have a private channel you can have your wide open channel talk to the public and this year we got with uh comms connect us and uh they provided us with 265,000 ham radio listeners on standby so we Pretty much, if you were on a corner somewhere in Nebraska and didn't have a coat and you were freezing to death, we could pick up the phone and talk to them, and they could get someone in that area because um, they pretty much blanketed the United States. Yeah, that ham radio stuff is cool, man. It's 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 almost like a small militia in itself. You know, the people who do oh, it that is the militia, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the ones right there. Those two six five thousand people are all on one side. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Another question I had uh, on something that you mentioned was uh, you said y'all deliver these meals. Are the meals crowdsourced as well? Or or can you explain that to me? Sure. So, um, again, everyone wants to volunteer. The biggest thing is sifting through what's coming through and volunteer and, and staggering it and organizing it logistically so that, you know, you're not, you don't have five people showing up at the same time with a bunch of donations and you're trying to offload that and we, I mean, we're working that over here on one side of the parking lot while people are coming through a drive-through part where we've got uh, Operation Barbecue Relief. They provide us with, you know, when they come in, they provide us with a thousand meals or more 
lunch and dinner. So I had that right away to serve. Um, this year, the big thing was clamshells. A lot of per people, learned, they learned what clamshells were. They were like, what's, what's a clamshell? It's like, all right, everybody, it's a to-go box. All right, that's what we need, to-go box. And uh, we just we just put the food in there and we run it. You know, it's just, I, I, I mean, I make a joke. If you're watching my videos, I'm on there. It's looking like Chick-fil-A on a Saturday over on my lot. Because, I mean, they're coming yeah. through. We're giving them stuff, putting them water in their trunk. I mean, they, they're just like, what's going on here? This is like fast fast food wal uh, Walmart. And like a pit crew. Everybody just, you know, keeping them in the car and keeping them rolling with a hot meal and just out and then come back at, at, at dinner. And uh, so, but that's all source. Yeah, that's all crowdsourced. We have people come in that bring in food. Uh, some want to come in and cook. Um, I've got Todd Terrell from United Cajun Navy I can plug in with. He's got, you know... Um, He's got you know, all the uh, the pork roast, the uh, just everything coming in, chicken, whatever. That's all in these big reefers that we can cook. So we just utilize it, our our resources, combine our resources, and just keep it. You know, once we've set it up and keep it flowing, we even had Zydeco music out there, live people from a local area up there playing this year. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. Do y'all do y'all have something that I could flash on the screen um, to to where if somebody's watching this, listening to it right now, that they can they can make a cash donation like digitally? Well, we just um, we just had a, a comment. I, I hate to interrupt you, but we just had a comment asking if there's a. Um, I, I guess you didn't go to your website. Like, if they wanted to volunteer or do anything like a, they can go to or something go like that. LouisianaStormPatrol.com. Let me see if I can. And they got a killer stormtrooper shirt that I'm gonna buy. Cause it's yeah, pretty that's sweet. on Storm Patrol gear. Yeah, but yeah. LouisianaStormPatrol.com has. Uh, if you go down, there's videos that has. You know, there's everything from any awards we've accepted. Um, our store gear, where we sell the gear that keeps us going. Um, there's also videos, highlight videos. Uh, if you, I mean, I, I think I kicked on FEMA so much they made a video about me. And made a video about us what we do and uh you know i mean they're actually i mean they buy our shirts and the shirt i mean i made the shirt kind of against them you know we don't wait for help we are the help but they buy it and hold it up proudly and like and i'm like you know it's kind of like a saint that's like kind of like a cowboys fan flying over here to go see the saints play and they lose the, the cowboys lose and they buy a dallas suck shirt you know yeah <laughs> rub it into the wound that, that yeah that shirt there that's actually um that's actually uh, Storm Patrol, that's our 501c3. But everything's on that page. You can donate right there. That goes, that's the nonprofit. Um, you know, that goes all, that's all nonprofit. And then there's, um, like I said, the, just check out the bottom. It's, uh, it's, it's mobile friendly. So you can, um, it's geared up to your, uh, your mobile interface. I got your orange shirt flashed on the screen right here. That's one of them, right? Go to, if you go to their website, Jared, they got a whole shop. Yeah. yeah. Is this the other one here? That's the Storm Patrol, yeah. Yeah, so people that, there are a couple of people asking in the comments, let's see the gear. Um, so there also, you Also, on our, we have our, our YouTube channel is uh, Louisiana Storm Patrol. Um, that it has the, uh, they have promo videos about kind of stuff we do, kind of a uh, little short minute, two minute video. Do y'all uh do y'all have a Venmo account or anything like that? Uh we do. We do have Venmo. Um let's see, Venmo is I have all this written down somewhere, but I'm not in that office. Um it's not Venmo. What is this? I guess Venmo is the one that has the dollar sign first. No, that's no, Cash App. That's Cash App. Okay, I know I have that one. Oh yeah, I do have Venmo. That's what the young kids use is cash out. Yeah. <laughs> we have all that. Um I it's it's on our it's on our page on Louisiana Storm. And if there's a question, um you can go to Louisiana Cajun Navy, hit hit the message bar and message and you'll get an answer right back. Um Louisiana Cajun Navy is where all the action stuff is, where all we do. <laughs> I say action, but that's where we I put the most of our content. Because Louisiana Storm Patrol is more of like I said, it's the uh, long term project stuff that's going on and uh, we share it over there but uh my main i run all my live videos and all of our all our lives and everything we've done you can go back and see lake charles and kind of see some of the days we were out there in 108 degrees serving 3,000 people <laughs> yeah 
Now that was that was Mr. Richard Parker who sent that yeah. uh, message, and he uh, they just got done finish uh, fishing a um, a tournament on Ross Barnett, and I don't think a whole lot of people know is that you know the the Cajun Navy's working with Mississippi Navy on them two duck hunters that are up on the Mississippi River that have been missing yeah that's wild that's that's Todd United Cajun Navy that's yeah. Todd. Was another Cajun Navy got kicked out up there because he doesn't do it the right way and go check in with the EOCs. He's got to he's got to be the renegade that goes and makes us look bad. But Todd's up there and he's a uh, um, United Cajun Navy and a lot of his people have been have been up there and um, and have been up there looking for the boys. So. Yeah, that's that's a bad situation. They went duck hunting Mississippi yeah. River, going for what fourteen days now, six fifteen days, something like yeah. that. That's sad. Damn, that's on our page and. Yeah, those those kind of things like that, man. It's um, it's tragic, and uh, 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 you know, it's it just it's just like us. We can just in a, in one brief moment of uh, not paying attention, which I've done several times. I got caught behind the dam over there in North Carolina, not paying attention, going down a side road, and uh, the dam broke, and I was in a flash flood and pulling one of those uh, toy haulers, <laughs> like a toy hauler. So it's just in an instant you can be in the wrong place at the wrong t- time. You know, not paying attention, no matter how professional you are. No telling what happens to the boys out there. You know, um, it's. I mean, it's just, just sad situation for them. Yeah, yeah. And, and going for them. We hope we hope everything works out. You know, yeah. and hope that everybody. Now, see that, now, to answer your question, they that's so we got different groups that do extensive things. Like uh, they'll go do they'll go do search. I don't do that. I, I'm, you know, I've, I've seen enough, uh, people, you know, dead people and addicts and stuff like that, different other places, uh, along the way, you know, here and there in the water that I don't go. It's not something that I, I, you know, I, that I or my team do, but, um, we're prepared when we're out there to see that, but we're, I'm out to rescue. I'm looking for live people. And, uh, a lot of it, uh, after the search and rescue, I said, uh, it's feeding. And then right now we, uh, we have 10 people, you know, not many people reach out, but 10 people, 10 different families reached out and asked for help. And uh, so we did the Secret Santa thing behind the, behind the scenes to where, you know, we don't publicize that. You know, um, I, in fact, you won't find many pictures of any of the people we rescue on my page because I'm not trying to exploit people. And I right. don't, they don't want, you know, in their worst moment in life, I don't want to, I don't need a picture of them in my boat to say I rescued them. You know, it's just, uh, we uh a lot of that stuff stays off. I, I want to show you all the more joyful things. Uh, I've showed enough of people living in tents and stuff because FEMA doesn't help. But um, definitely uh you know it's Christmas right now, so we're I'm just happy that we can help ten people. You know, in the background. And y- y'all right just on. don't y'all just don't do Louisiana, right? I mean, y'all go all the way through the coast because well, I I think when I contacted you the first time, y'all was headed to Orange Beach that hurricane right yeah that was gordon we went we, we came down and we went for gordon and then we took off and we went to uh to florence which was a real mother up there in the carolinas that one kind of hovered over us that was when i almost lost my life and truck in and a lot of guys got scared in that one there a lot of things happened in that uh because of all the different topography and all that we weren't really thinking about when we got there um after that, it was uh, actually the, the first one we did was Harvey, and then we came over, and that's that's what, after Harvey, things really got big for us because we did such a big, large area. And uh, again, it's just, it's not, it man, everybody in Houston that can could hear a radio call of us all talking was the Cajun Navy, you know? So uh, again, it's really hard to, to take any credit or other than you know being a part of it it's it's just too big for anybody one person to to say hey i run this because you don't it you don't really it's what runs it is the spirit uh the spirit inside of us the innate spirit inside of us to help others and help people and relieve them in their time of suffering and need if you've got that opportunity and you have that asset you're going to do it it's just it's just what who we are right that's uh that's the beauty of the grassroots kind of you know vibe that y'all have going on, man. I mean, it's decentralized. You know what I'm saying? It's not about the glory of one person doing it. It's not. It's not that structured in that way. So, y'all are out there, like you said, putting assets to use, right? For people that don't that don't have it and that need it. Um, I want to know, like, what's your background before this? I, I heard you mention like managerial skills, and it sounds like you got a pretty good uh, grip on logistics. What What did you do before, during, you know, this? 
I've, I've always been an, uh, I say I've always been, I've been an entrepreneur since, uh, I guess 1990 when I came off the road, I used to, I used to ride around and sell t-shirts for the bands. Uh, actually, I, I knew you were music, man. I knew by the way you were talking, I knew you had something to do with music. I knew it. My first, my, well, my first concert ever, I can, I love this man. My, my stepbrother brought me to see Zeppelin in 77 and, oh, and, uh, and, and, uh, at the uh, LSU, it was all down here from there, huh? <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, that's what I thought. And then uh, years later, I got to start working with a buddy of mine. Uh, he called me up one day. He goes, "Hey, man, you want to go on tour?" And I knew he did the merchandise for bands, so I ended up working with Poison and and uh, Great White. And but my first big concert tour was uh, Iron Maiden and Anthrax. So I got to these guys, and and then I just that's all I did was merchant uh, manage merchandise. Came off the road from that and started. Uh, I went to school. I stopped and went to school for audio, video. That's why I'm able to do all this other stuff. I do graphic design. And then I started working for the Saints and working for the Dome until they made the Smoothie Center because we got, you know, you worked the Saints game. You didn't make much of money, but the George Strait concerts and all the big concerts, imagine all that merchandise. I made real good penny. And uh, <clears throat> and then after that, it just, I went off into my, doing what I do, doing my photography and building businesses. I built the Jazz Club in Hammond called sugar canes jazz and blues back uh i think that was 2003 uh we started art walk here that still goes very well and a barbecue festival uh also invented a uh thing that's uh got a camera that runs with a it's called raspberry pi put it in your vehicle yeah. looks right through your wi-fi <clears throat> and i'm about we're about to be the first live virtual reality search and rescue Team. You'll Sweet. be able to sit on top of my roof and do like this while I go into the wall. I have somebody else goes because I'm not going to do that anymore. But um, <laughs> we have that. It's called Halo. It's actually a system I built for um, for transportation and for the for the fleet fleet management because you can put a camera in, watch the, the driver and everything from the driver up outside and all. It was all live and it was all being streamed, so you could even pull a video from it. Um, and we were about two, about two years, almost three years ahead of technology, uh, like it is right now. But uh, I, I've got that that I do. But everything's just been, uh, I mean, the main thing I am is just a graphic designer and an uh, entrepreneur. I build businesses. And that's what I made Louisiana Cajun Navy. I made a business. Um, I mean, I, they beat up on me going for commercializing <laughs> the Cajun Navy. I'm like, guys, how do you think I get what I get done on the level I get done? You know, I can't do it on my dime even though right. I, I took SBA out this year to, to keep on going because I mean, if other people are going to believe in what I do and I do live videos to show them where their money's going to go, um, I'm going to, you know, I put in too for that. So uh, hoping I can recoup that, but you know, SBA is a good, it's a great uh, plan and it's a low income uh, or a low um, payment loan to keep a business going. So that's awesome, man. I, I think that's great. We were busy I this think... year and we didn't get, a, yeah. to say this, we didn't get a whole lot of, and I didn't expect it. We didn't get a whole lot of donations as far as, you know, it wasn't a lot of cash flow and all that stuff. A lot of it was people coming in, helping, doing what they could. Um, because of COVID, you know, there was a middle class and all the business owners uh, of America are the people that really kind of support us. And when middle class America and uh, all the small businesses are half shut down or shut down, then, you know, I didn't really expect it uh, coming in. As soon as COVID hit and all that, I knew we were going to have to get some funds pulled in that would, uh, you know, get us to keep going, doing what we were doing. I, I think it, for me, it's, you know, usually one or two people get hit by a hurricane each year on the Gulf this year. I mean, we just got everyone hammered, you know what I'm saying? And usually the States that don't get hammered will send funds. And then two weeks later they got hit. So it was, I, I don't know if that had something to do with it, man. We, it just was a bad hurricane year this year. Yeah, that, that definitely had some. I mean, I watch, you know, I keep track of it. I mean, years before, I mean, we got more than enough donations coming in and, uh, you know, got to keep the company running. And, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, definitely this year, that's sort of was like, it was like, well, everyone was holding on, you know, holding on to everything <clears throat> as it was for COVID. And then here come the hurricanes, you know, and you're holding on like, oh, they got hit. And then, oh, we got hit. And then, and then they got hit again. And uh, it's just, and they're not writing no checks, guys. Yeah, yeah. 
people they're not they're not like out there going okay here's your second check no one's handing out checks uh so you know I, for me i think about those people out there right now just uh I, I mean i can't imagine you know you don't you don't know what's coming next and uh it's cold that's always the hard part after season is once your your shelter's been wiped out a lot of people don't think about this those people out in the cold now you know they got they've got holes yeah. in the roof or you know it's things aren't working right so uh i know there's a lot of cold people and then there's the people that move into a tent there's still a lot of people right now living in tents that were not living in tents months ago. So, but yeah, not. it's tragic for sure. People, you won't see them. They won't be on. Won't be on either. Still with us? Yeah, I was wondering if that was mine or his this time. That's a, I think it's his. That's all right. That's uh that's another one of these COVID issues, man, that we got to deal with having to do all this shit through the internet. It's a blessing and a curse at the same time. There you are. You back? Having routing connecting. <laughs> we can hear you. We just can't see you. Yeah, uh, which is. Can you hear us, Clyde? You're just a spinning wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been stuck in the spinning wheel of death multiple times here. Uh, we just have to kind of power through it. Yeah, I think we're back now. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just gotta solid. gotta roll with it. What's uh? So, what's your advice? As much of the storm stuff as you've seen, um, to people, um, st- prepare early, be prepared, evacuate, don't evacuate. What what what, what advice can you give to people on that? From- I think a lot of I think the the success of this storm season was the fact that a lot of people evacuated. Everyone got yeah. out of town. It wasn't, uh, you know, it could have been bad. Sometimes had they not, you know, had I guess had the other seasons not been before this, been so rough, people people heated that. But um, always, I mean, it's it's always have a jump bag, have a little, I mean, a little, just a little tote bag we give people. And uh, and you'd be amazed if you tell them stuff like, uh, get a whistle and put it in like a whistle. I'm like, yeah, whistle, man. Yeah. If if you're down to your last breath and you're in your house, I, that whistle may save your life when I'm, you know, blow, have a whistle. Um, I told that to FEMA and they, you'd think I just said, maybe we need a rocket, you know. Like, what? A whistle? What a genius idea. <laughs> hey, everybody saw, everybody's seen Titanic, right? I mean, that's how Rose got off saved. I right. mean, damn. Get a whistle. But so it's whistle, <laughs> you know, um, have always have all the everything, you know, download it on. We've got flash drives download all your information down on flash drive have all your stuff somewhere so you can grab and go if you gotta go you know pack pack your bags and all but you got that one bag that's always up to date that has everything including your medications and stuff uh, a lot of people run out the door and then they get to a shelter they get somewhere if they even open shelters which those are becoming a thing of the past uh, that's really crazy shelters are just not opening um and just uh and having a clear clear evacuation plan i mean i tell everybody plan your vacations if you're in the south we call them hurricanes so it's a hurricane yeah. even make sure your vacation is in hurricane time leave a little bit open so you can get out and you can kill two birds one stone evacuate and have a vacation but well, a lot of people can afford that and then you got the elderly so mm-hmm. they're a whole we did that huh we we did that unfortunately. Me and Jared, when the hurricane hit Biloxi, we were in Gatlinburg. Yeah, so we saying. didn't get it till we it got up there. So and that was that was not planned. We just yeah. went on vacation with our families, and uh, when we left, there was nothing going on really. I mean, there we knew some stuff was brewing in the tropics, and from that week that we were gone, it formed, hit, and then was out of here by the time we got back. I was like, man, that's crazy. I haven't missed a hurricane in Biloxi since 1983. I mean, I've never evacuated. Yeah. And uh, it's come back. Those are some big, I mean, just like Laurel was huge, you know, coming in. Yeah. She, she was, she was huge. She, she pounded and I, and I was behind the Walmart right there. Um, not even three exits up from, from Lake Charles and man, well, you want to, you want to get a safe place, get behind the Walmart. <laughs> Opposite side of the, well, it, Walmart will be there. I promise you when it's over everywhere I've ever gone. And, uh, but I was like, man, there's, I don't feel the wind. And Jordy's like, the wind's out there. And he went to sleep. So I, I did what I do. And I start inching, 
I'll start. I get to the end. I pull out, and the truck goes, and he's racing. What are you doing? I said, I was checking the way. He goes, I told you it was 120 miles an hour. Back up. So I was like, all right, man. I just, you know, I'm just that kid that's got to touch the touch the iron to see if it's hot, you know. So I got out of yeah. the truck, went walking, and it was blowing stuff everywhere. But um, but yeah, it's uh, for for what we you know for what we do the hardest part of what we do is not the rescuing and going in there that's probably you know, i mean as you know it's you're pretty amped up and hyped up about you know getting through and making sure everybody's okay and you're on full adrenaline mode uh protection wise but uh the hard part is when you once you stop and then everybody starts coming and bringing all the stuff and getting it all set up all the donations and just everybody's wanting to help and you gotta but when the people start rolling through that line and you start you, you meet them the first time yeah. and then they come and they after three weeks you become hey what's up hey you know and you and and some of them are crying and some of them are, are happy and it's just man you deal with every kind of emotion you know with these people that's probably that's what takes a toll on me the the most you know is just remembering their faces and remembering you know uh you know just how grateful they were but yet just how terrified and distraught they were of what had happened um to them so um it's funny it's a couple of psychiatrists have, have contacted you guys need uh y'all need some free counseling or something we're, we're here for you i'm like i don't think you want to be in your office i promise you that <laughs> i'll be like, I'll, be like bear. I'll look like baron and armageddon man i'm just stuff's kind of, kind of emotional for me man yeah, yeah yeah that's awesome i know exactly the scene you're talking about too yeah that's funny but um but yeah it's uh and 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 i i'm I'm questioning how long I can do whatever I've been. I've, I've been five years now, 15, just kind of in the background, but five years active. Um, so definitely I'm trying to unite with United Cage Navy and get this thing rolling like it should, like the government should be working on FEMA. We, we were working on ours to just where it's just uh, streamlines and just goes and we push buttons and we have a we deal with uh, i mean there's some guys that go out there and we're we're talking about on the phone on the zello channel they're rescuing people and all but i might not see them this year when i see them next year it's just all virtual it's a definitely a virtual search and rescue and relief um company if uh if people are out there and they want to become a part of the cajun navy and become a part of this disaster response how do they how do they go about that they can sign up on our on our website is the uh, Guardian system where it once you fill in all the information it kind of sorts you to what state what city you're at and uh, if they don't get an email right back just please bear with us because uh, it's under construction making sure those get filtered back guys a lot of a lot of people apply but it, it you know you list your your categories of you know, there's category for what your specialties are, what you, you know, what, when can you, uh, when can you plug in, you know, what just, it's got all the, all the, the information or all the uh, questions that they would need uh, to, to isolate where they're at so we could utilize them. And a lot of them says, says, do you want to travel? And they, you know, they'll travel, will and travel. And at that point, we, uh, we go through those, uh, Tina, I know goes through those and, uh, and we contact them. Um, and then just put them on standby, just let them know, you know, just wait. Cause when we sound the alarm, everybody, everybody knows, even people on our guardian system and they call in, then we already have them in our system. It's a lot easier to vet them. You know, the thing we have to, that over the last five years I've, I've watched real closely is that the things that, you know, people can blend in with us, put a shirt on, you know, and be burglarizing houses or. Yeah. Even, I wondered know, about that. They, yeah. are, they could, they could, you know, blend in with us and actually, uh, you know, human traffic some people away or, you know, kidnap some. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's the prime opportunity for criminals to, to, to do what they do, uh, in the, in those arenas. So it's really crucial to us that we change up a lot of things, our credentialing and all that. But again, the public doesn't know somebody pulls up and says, Hey, with the Cajun Navy, they just jump in the vehicle or jump in a boat. And that, for me, that's that's been something I've really been addressing behind the scenes with the authorities and everything for them to police us more. You know, hey, you guys need to police right. us more so that y'all know who's out here so someone can't slip in. And, you know, that doesn't get thrown on us. Right. So um, that's just, you know, some of the key things that, you know, we, we try to do each year, the next year better than what we did. Because the only number that matters to me is just the number of people we didn't rescue 
or the number of people that couldn't, you know, couldn't be uh, fed or whatever, but due to whatever it is, and just try to get past that, try to, and, and keeping it non-political, non-biased. It's, you know, that's what works for our group. The other groups, they've gone over, taking a picture with Donald Trump, put on a page and all that. And I was like, that's great, but you just shot yourself in the foot because it's in the political. Right. You know? That's right. And if you need the president for affirmation for your group, then you're an idiot. Get out of here. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter, Did, but um, so that's how that's how I keep my page. My, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about God. I'll talk about. I mean, obviously, uh, after surviving a crash, you know, and, and five storms, but uh, I'm not trying to shove anything down anybody's throat there. And the only thing I'm trying to press and impress as a as a group and as a company is we want to inspire others to do what we do, and do it the way we do it, you know, with compassion, and uh, and just get out there and do all you can do. But all you can do is enough and just and don't turn a blind eye to to what's going on out there. Yeah. Dude, I love it. I love it, man. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Honestly, it does not. So okay. I've got y'all's I've I flashed the website. That's the one you told me, Louisiana Storm com, right? That so, should be the location where they can find somebody that wants to know more about you, wants to donate, wants to become a member or a part of what you're doing, I should say. Uh that's where they can that's where they can do it. Yes, sir. That right there is the one hub link up. It it branches out to our Facebook pages and all, but that's where you want to go for just cool. one stop. Get a shirt, sign up, give yeah. some donations. Watch some of the cool videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, and well, Clyde, unless, <laughs> unless there's anything else you want to touch on, man, we, we'd hate to miss anything for sure. Uh, we sure as hell appreciate your time tonight. Well, I'd like to say, you know, we're, we're talking about people signing up and stuff like that and 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 becoming a part um i got covid and uh before it was covid you know you wouldn't know Clyde's gonna get it before somebody else calls it a name um i got it back in january early january actually it was late it was uh right at christmas time i went under the bridge there and we we uh took care of a hundred of the people under the bridge in houston that were all um that were living in tents so we replaced every one of their tents replaced, gave them all uh their Gave them zip up mummy bags, you know, gave them a lot of things to help them get through the winter. And of course, tugging on all those people, praying with them, doing all that stuff. Uh, my whole team got violently sick for about 17 days, some of us. And mm. uh, yeah, and, and I, mine got, I got treated as a, a serious uh, upper respiratory infection. That's what I got. But, um, and I said all that to say, you know, I, I got out there and I, I, that happened. Uh, helping all those people and a lot of people tell me just like the Dyson, you don't deserve for that to happen to you um man we we live in a world that you know it's just things happen to us no matter what we're doing yeah. uh, you know i deserve or not but uh you know everybody right now right now tonight uh wherever you're at can you can you can you can get a thing of baggies um go and get get uh grain bars get, get just make up a little a fast bag to give to somebody and carry it around your vehicle just for the people out there that, that you run across that are asking for money or whatever, hand them some food. Um, you know, you, you might know that person down the street or, or know somebody that's living in an old tent, bring them a new one. You know, that's, you are a part of, you are a part of, of what we are doing. If you go out and do that, it's, it doesn't have to have a real label. I, I hate the label on it, but the, the truth is it's, I mean, it, it's in the word. <laughs> I didn't make this stuff up. I'm just, I'm just a doer. You know, I just got there and do it, and I do it with passion. And uh, I try to stay equipped at all times to to help somebody. I'm always looking for the next person I can help along the way. So to be a part of that, and if you're asking right now, like, hey, how can I be a part of that? You are, if that's your mindset right now, and you even asking, and you can do those things around your neighborhood, the little old lay down street, or you know, this. I don't know what happened to the. The good merit badges we used to get as kids. Remember, we got, did the did the uh, little old lady's yard, and we got a merit badge. Um, yeah, a little star but, on your shirt. Yeah. So you know, just just do it. I mean, if you want to put a shirt on and go out there and do it in the name of Cajun Navy or whatever, that's. But but just the action, the person that's out there right now asking, how can I be a part of this? You already are. You already are. The minute you started asking, and your mind started churning and thinking, you know, what can I do? And when you open the eyes tomorrow, look around and you'll see that little box that I'm telling you about carrying around. That was my starter. After I fed the 11,000 people, they cut us off from food. I'm like, man, I got to keep feeding people. So I started making up bags and bringing them with me and uh, seeing those people on my, my journey of my day. 
That's yeah, awesome. That's, that's about as genuine of an answer as I could I think I've heard on this on this podcast. So uh, I, I kudos to you for that, bro. Well, I appreciate you guys. And I see that some of the people that like y'all, uh, they're friends of mine down there on the Gulf Coast. So Monty Moncrief, and uh, I think there's uh, Jason Prince. Yeah, Jason Prince. All good friends of mine. I worked with them at the Grand Casino. For- oh yeah. Oh, now you now you're getting in our turf over here. Now yeah. you're talking Grand Casino stuff. Now I was I was on that swing ship. Boy, I got so much trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I'm well, Clyde, man. Yeah. But uh, we, hey, man, we appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah. If, if there's if there's ever anything we can do with 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 anything, getting a message out about anything, or or rallying for donations or anything, man, please let us know, and we we'd love to be a part of that. You got it, brothers. I appreciate y'all, man. Okay, man. Thanks for your time. Y'all have a great night. Appreciate it, Clyde. All right. All right. Man. Awesome, man. Man, that was good. That was that was better than I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. That was that was super good. Yeah, he felt he I mean his his responses to me felt, like I said, about as genuine as it gets. There's no I don't I didn't smell any ego in any of that like he said he hates the label uh but he knows he's got to have it if you want to be a part you can go sign up with him or not you can just help your neighbor down the street or you know somebody that you see in every day interaction so he nailed it he nailed it bro yeah no doubt all right joey another good one's in the bag man we had a lot of comments in the comment section we appreciate everybody that tuned in and watched um you know, if you want to see more of our stuff, uh, we're going to try to keep bringing you as many of people like this as we can, whether it be the Cajun Navy, local business owners that are doing good things for the community, uh, hunting, you know, fishing stuff. I mean, that's that's all our bread and butter and definitely uh, bourbon stuff, too. So we hope you enjoy the content. If you know anybody who you think fits the Brown Water Bander podcast show, give us a ring. Give us a holler. Yeah. Hit us you up know, on any of the uh the social accounts that we have, they're uh, at Brownwater B. Uh, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, everything, uh, Twitter. Yeah, pretty much trying to be out there everywhere we can be. We're even on LinkedIn, man. We're not super active over there, but we're trying. Uh, <laughs> we got a buddy on LinkedIn, Brandon Sherman. He's the only friend we got on LinkedIn. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Look, y'all have a great night. We appreciate the live viewers and we appreciate y'all on the audio podcast listening in. We'll see you on the next one. Later. Mm-hmm.